0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm excited about this episode because we have an interview we have back one of our favorite guests. <laughs> you guys know her. We do like I'm doing it on stage or something. You guys know her. You guys love her. You've seen her on the Therapy as a Christian podcast. You've seen her on Instagram giving you these reels with her beautiful baby and her husband, okay? You've seen her out here snatching your schedule and your life, getting you together. Mm-hmm. You've seen her out here getting your mental health in order, getting your time with God <laughs> in order. I could keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but welcome back to the show, Miss Roslyn Renee. Woo! Insert all the hand flaps and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I keep thinking of the TikTok, Pew, Pew, Pew. <laughs> Roslyn, welcome back to the show. Hey, girl. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, girl. Yeah. I love the little intro though. You can you can the people the DJ vibes. You know what I'm saying? We got <laughs> to be the hype know. man. <laughs> we got to let people know, okay? Okay. <laughs> but um the last time you were on the show, we talked so much. We talked about really just the theme of that conversation was more so about having a foundation of faith and how to spend time with God, how to grow your relationship with God. But at that time, I think when that we originally recorded that We were in the pandemic, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I was was pregnant, pregnant. That was the height of the pandemic. You were pregnant. Did you? I don't know if you had announced at that point. No, I think I had just, I think I had, I don't even think I had. No, no, no. I had found out because you had your baby in May. Mm -hmm. I think, no, Tatum, I don't think I probably even knew or I had just found out
1: yeah and it, was, it was I can't remember
0: that time it was mm-hmm. around that time so a lot has changed yeah my baby's okay. a whole six-month-old girl he grown he practically my going to he wears nine-month clothes i don't understand <laughs> but you know Christmas milk bills a thing i guess <laughs> mine is like that too he's he's uh he's always been just a, just bigger like if it was 12 to 8 so right now he's in like 18 months and he's 13 months he's always been girl. like bigger child what what is what is it? But you feed him good. He over there have elegant cuisine, okay? <laughs> elegant cuisine. Everybody is like, when you bring that baby over here, bring his food with him, cause we not we not doing all. I'm be over there probably speaking, sprinkling oregano and yes, all of the <laughs> salt, You know <laughs> what I'm saying? All organic. My mom, he ran out of milk one time, and she was like, "What? Send me a picture, cause I don't have time." <laughs> I'm like, make sure it's 100% grass-fed, organic. I sent BJ to the store to get some yogurt or something. I said, BJ, this is not grass-fed. He said, it's organic. Is that not enough? (laughs) I'm like, no, that's not enough. Don't trust it right (laughs) now. I guess this will do. He was like, you know what? Next time, go yourself. (laughs) Chef Tato is in the building for real. Yes, but a lot has changed for the both of us, even mm-hmm. with you, um, transitioning, not necessarily transitioning, but growing in your business now, preparing your, you know, in the process of preparing to be an entrepreneur full time, you Girl. still have the podcast, like Child. you have a lot of amazing things going on. And one thing that I admire about you is just your commitment and your willingness to adjust and transition and not only just make these transitions, but make them keeping God at the forefront and making them well. You know, we talk on the show a lot about efficiency and processes and you're one of those people's like with that, we see each other, right? Like we're eye to eye when it comes to that. So can you talk a bit about though, your transition um, into motherhood, your tra- you preparing to transition with entrepreneurship and even what that has looked like as far as time management goes, as far as your faith goes? Girl, first of all, the fact that you're saying out of your mouth, transition into full-time entrepreneurship further confirms in my mind that God be hearing me. So <laughs> let me backtrack and just give a quick story time. So this is start. this is like two years in the making of this full transition because I've been talking to God like so much about this. But that's a full story time. God, that would take so long. That would be the whole podcast. (laughs) So I want to just give encouragement to people to say, like, whatever you say out of your mouth to God goes to his ears. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's years from now. He hears you and sets you up. Mm -hmm. So to give background, when I went into the pandemic pregnant, um... God really, really told me and showed me that this was going to be a different time because I had, because before I had my son, he told me to sit down and I basically got mad at him. Like, look, bro, like, okay, this is not what I want. You know, I like to work, you know, your baby girl, she likes to have a plan and procedure and like figure it out. But I feel like that rest time was so vital because I give props to you, Tatum, because you really did spill all the lifting of, girl, motherhood is this. Mm -hmm. You can still go get the bag, but figure out how to take care of yourself first. And so I went into having, you know, Elijah, very much so with the mindset, I I still have an identity outside of motherhood. And I never wanted to become, oh, just a mom. Why? Because... First of all, when I'm sitting idle, I'm thinking of 50 million things in general anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think we can't get so caught up in pushing those things aside just because we have kids. The kids are gonna be here regardless, but you still gotta be able to feel like yourself after having a child. Mm -hmm. And So I can say there, there, there were times where I felt like I didn't give myself enough grace to fully just be present as a mom but also within that I recognized that there was still more there was God was always giving me the heart to do more. It wasn't a thing of yes I honored the fact that I had a baby and my baby was completely given to me out of faith, but at the same time there was still a pulling and a burden to do more for yeah. God's people. And I think that that was so heavy on me that I needed to have a lot of conversations with my husband about this is what this is and he even kind of come in to tell me you got a lot going on, let me take some of that. That you know, those were some of the things that had to transition into going into this time where now the fruit of those seeds are actually bringing forth harvest. And so, you know, I I think now, especially transitioning to motherhood, going into full-time entrepreneurship when that actually, when that happens cuz I'm saying that out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um it's just been a very much so now knowing and acting in faith. I think we as entrepreneurs or even just people that want to be entrepreneurs, we have this mindset of believing God, but knowing and acting in faith in what you really think and know you can do. You have everything you need. There's too many resources out here for us to be just sitting on the things that we want to do. And that's what God had to ultimately show me. Like, you got to be able to be to make decisions. You have to be able to do what you want to do and God giving you the freedom to do so. Yeah. So that's kind of where I landed with starting the things that I'm doing that ultimately will bring in the income that I know will sustain what I want to start. That's good, you, I'm so glad that you talked about acting in faith because I believe that a lot of times acting in faith can feel unproductive and- Ooh. That's a season and it's a season I'm in right now that I'm really trying to, It's like I have to actively tame that solutions part of me. And that's a hard part being somebody who is the type of person who gets things done, that type A personality. We don't have a problem doing the work, but when the work is to sit down, when the work is to submit to God's timing and his process, it's a direct conflict with what has made us successful in the other things that we've done. And it's such a frustrating place. Yes. When you're in kind of that, that season where God has you sitting down, it's frustrating. It, I, I do believe that it accelerates us though. Once God gives us that go ahead, we can then apply that part of us to his plan. It just makes us take off, but there is a real season of that space where acting in faith seems unproductive and i have to check myself and i me and bj were actually talking the other night i'm like man i'm i'm in a place where i have a lot of the things that i pray for you know I, I wanted this family so bad and i have that we wanted to buy a home we did that i wanted to have you know be a successful entrepreneur and have this company that does well and i have that but it's like okay, now I want the next thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I want the dream house. We bought the investment property, so we got the ownership, but I want the dream house. I want sure. I want you to be out your job too. <laughs> like, I want... <laughs> but I, I say this all the time. My dream would be to tell Nico, quit. That, like, that is... Girl, that is such a dream. Of my, I tell him that so much. And he's like, babe. And part of me is like, you know what? Why do I feel that way? But I literally dream of saying to him quit. Absolute. I cannot wait. Like I cannot wait. And so it's like, I want you to quit your job as well. Like I want, I don't want just a six figure company. I want the million dollar company. I want all of these things. I want my employees to make six figures. So that's not enough that the company brings it. In. I want to my staff to make that. This episode is brought to you by Felix Gray the blue light glasses that started it all. Five years ago, Felix Grey realized that our eyes weren't meant to look at screens all day and designed glasses to make daily screen time more comfortable and the workday more productive. Now more than ever, Americans are spending more time on computers, phones, tablets, and gaming, so many more other sources of blue light. And Felix Grey glasses are not like other blue light lenses. Felix Grey lenses filters 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on the eyes and disruptive to sleep. They have non-prescription and prescription available. Check them out now at felixgrayglasses.com slash blessed. I'm somebody that spends so much time on my phone or on the computer. And because of that, I get sore, I get tired. My neck and shoulders start to get tight. That can cause headaches. All of these symptoms that are a result of blue light. So I was so excited to learn about Felix Grey. I have the Kepler style frames and they offer classic frame styles made from acetate and hand finish for a durable, lightweight and really comfortable pair of glasses. If you can fill your screen time, or if you're not sure if blue light glasses are right for you, start with the best in blue light and try Felix Grey. With their 30-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing that you have to lose but eye strain and all of the other things I talked about, the sore neck, the shoulders, the headaches and migraines. Get yourself a pair of glasses made for the 21st century and designed for modern, hard-working eyes. You have nothing to lose except maybe these symptoms. Go to felixgray.com slash blessed for the best blue light glasses on the market. That's f-e-l-i-x-g-r-a-y glasses.com slash blessed. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. felixgrayglasses.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. And so it's this frustrating season because I'm like, God, like I can figure this out. And God is like, but re- pump your brakes. sis. Yeah. Like yeah. pump your brakes. But yeah. So can you talk about though just that frustration or how to act in faith when faith Baby. feels unproductive? Girl, I could talk about this. <laughs> and see, this is just further confirming this season is it that I feel like I'm about to cry. Okay. Let me stay focused. So I remember. Let's. you mean we can do without know y'all, I mean? y'all 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 don't cry, don't even this gonna cry. okay so let me walk you back two years so I currently still am in my job I'm still in my job about two years ago um 2018 was a real rough season I had started the podcast no 2019 I had started the podcast so I'm just starting this mm-hmm. and I give props to Tatum and what she talks about y'all. y'all, I call her the podcast godfather, but you don't really understand that when you really stay committed to planting the seeds for your podcast, your community will grow, mm-hmm. that's probably the only reason, and, and one of the, and I would say not the only reason, but also the commitment to staying faithful, there is reward behind that, you don't see the fruits of those seeds until later. And so in 2019, I was, you know, I always have money-making thoughts in my mind all the time. I mean, I'd be like, oh, that's like, I tell Nico sometimes, I don't think I have a concept of money at times because I'm like, oh, that's not that much. Oh, we can do that. Oh, we can invest and make this back. Like I'm always thinking of those things. And so in my little, you know, brain of thinking that I could just go make the money, I'm like, God, let me quit my job. Like, oh, I can quit, God. I can do it if I got to drive Uber. If I got to go do, you know, whatever. I'm going to quit. Why? Because I'm miserable doing what I'm doing every single day. And I remember it so vividly. I had got another job offer and I was set to quit. And I was asking God, okay, God, which job? Should I stay where I'm at or should I leave? And I had been fasting, praying, fasting, praying. He would never give me an answer. And I remember it was probably about a couple of days before I was supposed to give the answer on whether or not I was going to leave and put, like I had put my resignation in and everything. My boss at the time was like, please stay. It's like, please, I need you to stay. I need you to stay. And I was like, bro, I'm not finna stay here. This is horrible. I'm miserable. This, this, and this. And so, but all in my mind, I'm like, I know I'm an entrepreneur. I, even after, no matter how many jobs I take, I know at the end of the day, I don't want to work for nobody. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, driving down the street from my job and sitting in the car. And I heard God guy clear as day. He said, you can choose either job, Roslyn. But whatever you choose, the one, if you leave and go to, another job is going to take you longer to learn the lesson. I need you to understand patience and long suffering. And I said, (laughs) okay. And I still think about this. He said, patience and long suffering. I said, okay, well, I'm just going to be obedient and obey God. Okay, Lord. Why? Because I've been through so many seasons where I didn't obey. Right. So I was mature enough to understand like, it's better to obey you now, sis. Listen, it's not peaches and cream after you obey God. Why? Mm-hmm. Things look like they're worse. Yeah. And I've been in my job now for two years, but patiently still planting, and that is hard. I mean, months of going him crying. Like, what? What? How long does the season last? Mm-hmm. How long do I have to stay? why does everybody else seem like that? Why am I able to like blurt out business ideas to other people? But here I am, you got me sitting and it doesn't feel good, but he's like, do what's in front of you. Do what your hands can touch, do what you have. And even there are times, like you said, where you have to tame it because the quickest thing is you can get up and go make a solution and it can make you money or it can do that. But Is that what the dissatisfaction of feeling like, is this what God wants me to do? Knowing I have what's in front of me that I need to do, that I need to focus on. And so for the last two years, it's just been patiently planting. And that does not look pretty. There are little moments where God will give you a little bit and you're like, okay, this is the thing. And he's like, oh, nope, nope, sit, nope, oh, nope, sit, and It's just being active. But all the while, your character is building. Your integrity is being mastered. Your uh, your heart for people is being even more mastered. And I think that's the part we try to rush. But one thing God showed me while I was pregnant with Elijah is I want to bless you so that you're sustained. I don't want to bless you. So you squander Because if you get what I, if you get what you're thinking you need or you want, you're going to squander it. And you're and and the other thing is probably within my lack of wisdom, I would probably put his name on it. Yeah. And that can lead people astray. Mm -hmm. And that does not, and I truly believe that God will do things out of protection for us Mm -hmm. when we're ready to not put us in a place of lack of lack of wisdom and so i've been like i watched my parents my parents were millionaires i don't even know if i ever told you that story today. my parents were millionaires and they squandered their blessing and i've seen it firsthand that is not a place to experience god's wrath like yeah. you don't want to like you don't want to do that and so the ability to trust him while you patiently plant is so important because the reward of knowing i waited and god gave me what i god gave it to me and it's not it's not me, it's him. Mm-hmm. And so I think that um that's kind of what I'm experiencing now, and I'm more appreciative of it. That's good. I didn't realize until recently how contentment is such a warfare strategy. Ooh. It Sorry. is your you being content is Uh, a slap in the enemy's face to use your impatience and your inner hustler, as I call it, to get you outside of the will of God. And that's something I've learned recently. And then I have to continue to remind myself that me standing still and me continuing to plant, me continuing to steward over the things that, that God has given me. It's a, it's a warfare tactic against the enemy. And it's also a form of praise to God because it's like, you know what, God? Yeah, I do want the more. I do want what's next. And I know that those things are for me, but I'm going to honor you by just being content with where I am. And contentment doesn't mean I'm not working towards the more It's just that I'm fine. I'm, I'm finding joy, which if you look up the concordance definition means awareness of God's grace. I'm being aware of the blessing and the grace that I have right now. And it is a a peace to me that comes along with that. And with peace comes clarity. That means those ideas that I have are not driving me outside of the will of God. It means that, that, opportunity that I may want to hop on that I know it's not in this season it just it allows me to hear God clearer and to move on his timing on a day-to-day and it sounds romantic in a sense to where it might sound that it like it's easy it's not necessarily easy but it's just making sure that I remain in the right position because we that's the responsibility that we have as people of faith and doing business God's way, it's not to just go ahead and make the money or hop into the thing and put his name on it. Like you said, it's really moving on his timing and so that you can be responsible with what he's blessing you with. And most importantly, be responsible for, responsible with the souls that he's assigned to you. There's so many man, people that man. have gotten off you know what I'm saying, who have allowed people to put them on a pedestal. So now you're not hearing from God no more through them. You're hearing from them. and I don't ever want to be in that position. Listen, I don't remember what book I was reading or listening to. God, I can't remember what it was. No, it was a sermon. And this girl, it was Christine Kane, I remember. And she said, um, Joyce Meyer had told her once, you know, if you're on, she was on a stage and people were clapping for her. And she said, if you're looking for any response from the people, that's all you're going to get is a hand clap. Mm -hmm. And so why live a life where the only response you get from people is a hand clap? That's not eternally satisfying. Mm -hmm. That's not an honor. That's just, that's eventually going to end. And so what I also have realized, and the other thing that I really want people to hone in on is that when you wait on God and you do it his way and you trust him your desire is not on people's eyes your desire is truly on father i want to make impact that transforms your people why because your your spirit is so amazing people need to know what you can do in their lives not just mine it's you And so if there's a touch point that you touch with people that don't have Jack to do with me, I don't know the impact I make in other people's lives on whatever I do. That's fine because that's not for me to know. That's, that's for God to know. And if I worry myself so much on what I'm doing for other people, then again, I'm so obsessed over the hand clap that I'm wasting time doing and being effective in another way that God could want me to be effective. And that's just not, it's a heart, it's a much, it's a place that requires maturity. Yeah. And you don't get that. I feel like until you've gone through multiple seasons of wasting time, wanting a hand clap. Mm -hmm. And I say that to say, practically like y'all, there've been seasons where I'm comparing, there's been seasons where I'm waiting on a hand clap. There's been seasons of like seeing other people do it. and, And then you come, come back to a place where God says, Well, why are you doing that for that? Why are you, why are you worrying yourself with that? And he has to correct you. And then you realize, okay, Mm -hmm. that's how you pass the test. You get to the point where you say, okay, and then move to make the decision to something else. So yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Not doing it for the hand clap and not even doing it for the money or for the, uh, awards or for any like that's important too and it's not to say that you don't do things with the awareness that you should be compensated for your time business and all of that but not doing it I think it's a place that we all have to get to where just doing it because God says so is enough girl and I've been having like conversations recently um we had this incentive with the retreat in December that if people paid in full, then I'll do a one-on-one session with them prior to the retreat. And so I've been in these sessions and I'm listening to people and I, you know I go into it in mindset, okay, we about to build this podcast, but I always get slapped in the face of the results of decisions that I made that I didn't see the result of, if that makes sense. So let me reword it. So I'll be in conversations where people will be like, you know, I was listening, I was in the podcast app and your show just popped up or God just led me to this podcast. And um, because of your podcast, I started doing this and I ended up there. And I'm like, I'm in this joint on mute, trying not to cry because it's like, this is years yeah. later. We've been on this podcast for like four and a half years. Maybe. This is, these are years later that I'm just now hearing the impact of my voice and it's not to say I didn't get indicators of the impact through analytics and all of that but that stuff is one thing that's just numbers that's just thought. like that's just stuff but to hear that my obedience sparked somebody else's obedience that led them to do like that's what it's about it's not yeah. about building an altar for ourselves it's not about building a community that praises us it's about just Planting a seed that God then waters it, whether he uses you to water it, whether he uses somebody else to water it, whatever. But I I mean, I had just been sitting and and I, I don't think that it's a coincidence that in this season where I'm really trying to keep that inner hustler at bay so that I can stay on track with God, that he's allowed me to see this. And to see the result and hear the stories of, of people's lives being changed as a result of the podcast, because it just goes to show that it's so much bigger than what we have on our vision. Big facts, board. big facts, big facts. And I'll say I found your podcast through another entrepreneur. And I don't know how long you had been blessed and bossed up, but I had, I had been exposed to God as my CEO thought, thought life, but never heard anybody talk about it. And it was almost like a something in me was like, there has to be a way to do business with God. And then like the connection point to verbalize it verbally and what that actually practically looks like. That is what you did. And I think for impact, we have to know that God's spirit is everywhere. The enemy doesn't want impact. And so it isn't for our ears to look for our, or or for us to look for the hand clap because the hand clap isn't the isn't the finish point. The finish point is God's spirit touching somebody and their life is transformed. Mm-hmm. That's something the enemy doesn't want because if we are transformed to do what it is where the spirit of God then could touch more people, baby. That's when his spirit is in the earth. That's when he is able to actually do the miracles and things and signs, and signs. He can do it anyway. He can do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But the joy of it is knowing that I work co- I work as a co-partner with the Lord and doing the work that he desires in such a way that's innovative girl i would be looking at some of the ideas sometimes even the recent program i just launched and i'm thinking to myself i don't even i've never seen anything like this well i don't even know how these things come together Mm -hmm. the lord does Mm -hmm. and so with that being said the transformation is the fruit of that is all the things that the bible talks about with the fruit of gentleness kindness when somebody can go to god and say god i have an idea i want to do this and he backs it up with heaven behind you it's like that's that's some baller type you know what I'm saying like the Lord be the OG he the OG I call him the OG you know you the original gangster even though you ain't no gangster but you know you're the OG that be riding the Cadillac and that folks be looking like damn, like you really built it you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> like just when you got heaven's army behind you and and to know like you could do that it's just there's just nothing you it's just, you know, I'm who wouldn't want to serve a guy like that? So I think that it's the pieces of knowing, like you said, the obedience matters and you will mess up. Like mm-hmm. even in obedience, you're going to still be thinking in your mind, but I could be doing all these other things, God. Mm-hmm. I could be doing, you're not, not thinking it, but it's still an impactful thing when you know, man, I got somebody behind me that's really backing me up. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics products are made with clean, high-performing, skin-loving ingredients. Their clinically proven formula not only highlights your best features, but they can actually improve your skin over time. Thrive Cosmetics even has a bold mission that's truly bigger than beauty. And for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. So women emerging from homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, finding cancer, and more. I love using a product that I know is not only good for me, it doesn't have all the crap in it that's going to ruin my skin, but I'm also contributing to a greater cause. So I'm not just buying makeup, but I'm contributing to women all over the world having their lives improved. The two Thrive Cosmetics products that I love is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. So I like to wear lashes, but sometimes I don't have time for that, (laughs) especially when I have to get me and the baby ready. So I know that I can just pull out the mascara and my lashes will pop and look great, even without putting on the false ones. Even the Brilliant Eye Brightener, on those days where I don't feel like doing a full face, I can just simply use the brightener to add a little pop, to my eyes and in that plus the mascara, it's a perfect everyday look. I love everything about Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are the best that I've used and their bigger than beauty mission is truly inspiring. You're going to love them as much as I do, so visit thrivecosmetics.com/blessed15 for 15% off your first order. This is an exclusive offer for you guys and you can only get it here. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, medics.com slash blessed15 for 15% off your first order. Thrivecosmetics.com slash blessed15. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Rosalind and I are talking a lot about mindset, self-sabotage, procrastination, all of the mental things that keep us from being our most productive. And sometimes we need to go to counseling to get a deeper understanding of why we are the way that we are. BetterHelp Online Counseling is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform. If you're busy and you have a lot going on, they offer counseling at a level of convenience that fits your lifestyle. They connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's as convenient as it gets. And you can now get help on your own terms and at your own pace. BetterHelp is available worldwide. You can even schedule a secure video or phone session, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything that you share is completely confidential. You can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's truly an affordable option. Blessed and Bossed Up listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code BLESSED. So why don't I get started today? Go to betterhelp.com bless You simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and you get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com bless Let's get back to the show. What I love about God and that I think, let me just say, what I love about God is that he really transforms. When they talk about the renewing of your mind, like, you know, renew oh. don't seem like a deep word, but God will really transform. And I think a lot of, like, if you look at just like mainstream things, I feel like what God is spoken of as inspiration or the word of God is used to inspire. No, that thing transforms. God will totally make you new and take every, like even thinking about Saul to Paul, the man was persecuting, like he was on a mission to get Christians up out of here. And he had one encounter with Jesus and has is one of the most transformational figures in the bible with what god did through him wrote so much of the new te- like tr- the like tra- i can't even put into words how god will transform you and i wanted to to emphasize transformation because even with the work that you're doing in your new program you're transforming people's mindset You're transforming people's belief systems. And, you know, we talked prior to this about just, you know, things like self-sabotage and procrastination. And I want you to speak about that and how faith and mental health and this transformation works together so that people can truly then be used by God to then go on and make the impact and things that we're talking about. So this is so like, this is so much jam-packed into this, but this is also my personal story, which is, I feel like partially why I couldn't even release this program until I walked through it, because there were things I had to literally say, God, I have to give this up, and once I give this up, I need you to back me up in this, so partially, for those of you that don't know me, my background professionally is in mental health, um, I have a license in social work, And, um, also have worked clinically as um, a counselor for about five plus years. Um, and I started doing coaching around time management last year during the pandemic. And it was really just out of a desire to help my friends. And then it turned into a business, which let me just say, um, I asked God, what does this mean? And he just said, this will be a part of your business. Don't, he don't give you really instructions. You just, you just, you just don't get nothing. You, you just need to go with what you got. So long story short, as I worked with clients, most of what I worked with them on, like sometimes people want ABCD one, two, three, they want strategy. They want to, you know, they want the pretty boxed up. Here's what you need to do, but they don't want to work on the mindset. And that's such a layered piece that before you are even able to accomplish anything, you got to deal with what the way you're thinking about it, because if you don't, you could start a process, stop and then tell yourself, oh, that's not for me. Maybe I don't need to do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't do this. So this must be why. And you just talk so bad to yourself. So a lot of the the people that I would have, and it wasn't every single, it wasn't every single person. Some people really needed just clarity. But a lot of what I found that, especially Christians, and I say this so with love, like the narrative we tell ourselves is so negative and it's so wrapped in unbelief that. And again, I say this with love, this is partially why we're not doing the things we're called to do because we just, we truly don't believe. Like we don't believe in what we're actually saying we believe. And a part of it is just the the clarity of understanding that there are so many things that we've told ourselves for years, people have said um, unknowingly that we're constantly saying this negative narrative that the enemy, because here's the thing, the enemy can only provide suggestion. And I say this, in a very like um i'm gonna also give scripture behind this but when when the enemy came to eve he only offered suggestion based on what she was told which impacted her decision making Mm -hmm. same thing when he came to jesus he was telling him this 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 to impact the way he thought about something to Mm -hmm. ultimately change the decision of what he what he was supposed to do but the beautiful thing about our savior was that he knew it was so grounded who he was that he could come back and say no i'm not this 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 E didn't have the opportunity. So she actually then believed what she was told to then make a decision, which ultimately brought all these things. Mm -hmm. And so we accept these suggestions of, I'm not good enough. God doesn't want this for me. It may not be my time. Um, This this isn't, that person got it, so it must not be for me. I've heard things such as like, well, I can't do this because this person is, we're like, what did God tell you? What yeah. desire do you have? And so there's this self-sabotage. And really what that is, is this negative thought process that stops us from actually doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And then the procrastination piece is the behavior. Behaviorally, we tell ourselves, oh, I do the best of my, I do the my best work at the last minute, or I'm just a procrastinator, which I'm not going to be, you know, real estate is holy Guys say that I ain't procrastinated before. But in saying that to say, procrastinating on things, you know, you need to be doing to the point to where because you self-sabotage and say you don't, you don't have this, 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 you push things off, you push things off, you push things off. And then five years later, you're still in the same place. Mm -hmm. And so that goes into the way we actually get things done, which into our day, we, we, we tell ourselves well, this ain't going to be a good day or one thing happens and we just fall off the wagon completely. And that wagon could be weeks on end. And so you have to understand that with the power of God, the Bible talks about being renewed in your mind, but in the NLT version, it says God transforms, God wants to transform the way you think. Why? Because if he can transform the way you think to be gentle to somebody, you will then act in gentleness. Mm -hmm. You will then act in belief. I say this other thing too. You can't unsee possibility. When something actually happens and you see it be done, like Tatum, you can't unsee God allowing you to make six figures in your business. You can't unsee that. You can't unsee to say that that's not possible. And so because of that, we tell ourselves it's not for us. God doesn't want it for us. So then what happens? We don't do it. We don't act on it. We start to unbelieve and then don't make the steps to do it. And, and that's what I really want people to understand. Like, this is a basic concept when it goes to your day, your destiny, but also even in just you being able to be effective in doing things for your family, mm-hmm. being effective in doing things for your life, being effective in doing your day-to-day things, which ultimately is that act of faith. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Even the definition of faith is confidence in things, hope for, assurance about things unseen. And keeping that definition in mind, I believe one of the reasons faith was so clearly defined in Hebrews 11 and one and backed up by examples, because if you go to Hebrews 11, he gives all the examples of people in the Bible who did things in faith, how he told Abraham to get up and go. And I'll tell you where to go. Like, what you mean? Like, where am I going? Like, how, how? When he sure. told Abraham to go sacrifice. That's, it. A, that's such a beautiful example of God I don't give you no extra instructions, but just here. You just, and, and again, I think he gave the definition because whenever we try to get, a lot of times we try to use or say, we're looking for clarity when it's not clarity. Isn't what you need. Faith is what you need. You need yeah. to act, even though you don't have the clarity, you wow. need to get up and go, even though you don't know where you're going. Wow. It's yes. documented what that what the result of that is. That's why we have the blueprint. That's why we have the Bible. It's documented what happens when you obey God. If you go to Deuteronomy 28, the list of the blessings for your obedience is right there. And so I, I I'm so glad that you that you touched on that because a lot of us we need a faith refresher. Yeah. and and truly too and and to even go with faith to to switch that to go to what are the things that impact our faith like or 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 make us question like I talked about this um on the free class I did that I'm gonna tell y'all about like self-sabotage has so many correlations with so many things it goes with fear failure Mm -hmm. perfectionism lack of self-worth unresolved trauma when you when you feel like when you have, once you have gone through something and you just generalize everything in your life to that, there's no feeling of faith, putting yourself down, feeling like you got to have instant gratification. So, so because you see somebody else at their Y and Z, because you're at C and D, oh, it's not for me because you want the tomorrow. And really you got to get to elemental P. Mm -hmm. or and really just honestly even to self-blame like you blame yourself when you've made mistakes and so and so like you said with the faith refresher god's hand is on all of those things Mm -hmm. but we don't have the we 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 make the decision to i'ma give it to god but then truly then when we give it to him we try to pick it back up and then don't act in what we're supposed to do yeah That's good. I talked last week about, um, I think the episode was called like Rewire Your Mind or something like that. But I'm reading this book. It's called The Whole Brain Child. So I'm reading it because toddler life and I need to figure out what's happening in that little brain of his. (laughs) But um, but, uh, I'm reading it though. And it it was talking about how as they are studying the brain, they realized that They thought at one point, scientists thought that the brain stopped growing at a certain point. But in their research, they realized that the brain actually never like even up into our big old ages and beyond. The brain is constantly changing and developing and molding it. And what's causing it to change is experience. And so even thinking from the so good standpoint, If you want to get to a place where you're overcoming self-sabotage and you're changing your mind about the procrastination, about the limited beliefs, about all of these things, you have to give yourself experiences that gives you the growth mindset, the preparedness, the order that you desire. What that looks like is going to take a little bit of figuring it out. You know what I'm saying, or if you're somebody who has limited belief systems, put yourself in situations where you're are where you're now training your mind, or putting yourself in experiences that you can't unsee. So you're saying like I can't unsee myself living it, you know, not making six figures. But even with what I want to do next, I, I I remember one time me and BJ we went out. Um, and we both are subscribed because our dream house, my dream house is in Potomac. Like I want me- oh, a, Come on, real half five. I want me on a real high do Don't be like, down, but No, they ain't going to do me like that. But um, <laughs> but that's the area. You know, Montgomery County is one of the best school systems in the, in the country. You know, it's a beautiful area. I just love the area over there. So one time, and so we're subscribed to like all the houses that be on sale. So, and we be getting mad when people be buying our house, right? So- <laughs> So we went one time we went out to eat and he was like, let's go drive by um, one of the houses. So we picked one and I'm like, look, let's say a prayer because we're going to these white neighborhoods and we try to like call 911 on our, our Black behinds out here riding around. <laughs> so, um, so we went uh, road in his neighborhood. And I remember thinking like, as we were looking, man, I could see myself living here. Like, look at the six car garage. I could see that. Oh, I could see having my grandmother, you know, living in in the back house to where she's still living with us and she has our own space. Just small things like that is training my mind to where it's possible. And if somebody else can live that life, I know I can. Why not? If I got the Lord of hosts, like heaven backing me up, oh, please, it's just a matter of time. But just putting yourself, like doing things like that, gives you that experience. It may not be firsthand. Maybe you go rent you an Airbnb that's, you know, huge and you stay for a night, but it's just that experience is rewiring your brain to know that it's possible. Fam, 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 <laughs> And I tell, girl, I'm going to say this, and I really, and, I, and I'm talking about this from a, a business standpoint now. I remember last year when I was, I was scared to do a class for $97. (laughs) And when that one person paid that $97, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) somebody paid $97. When somebody paid four figures Mm -hmm. for something that God, an idea God gave me and put out, and I was confident in the value I told myself, I I said, I can't unsee my paycheck. Somebody, and I say that humbly, y'all, but I'm saying that to say like, that used to be a, 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 a faith thought of, oh, somebody would do that. And when it happens, it's almost as if, like you said, I was over here worried for nothing. I was over here thinking it wouldn't happen for nothing. Even if even if it didn't happen, let me go back to the drawing board and make what I'm doing better so that it can happen. Mm-hmm. Let me let me figure out what are the gaps? What are the things I'm missing? What are the things I need to continue to work on so that when, because you're going to fail, like you're going to fail at so many things, but the failure is not, really it's not even failure. It's really you're going to learn lessons. Yeah. I just reframe it. And so again, you can't unsee that. And so with the faith, the faith moves y'all listen to what you hear Tatum say every week. Like she's walked the walk of God saying, hold on. God saying, don't move. God saying, this is that like thinking about when the spies went to have to go peep out the promised land Mm -hmm. and they had, and they came back and said, it's, it is flowing with milk and honey. It's Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Like, we think it's not possible God wouldn't honor the promise like he's not a liar he's not just because it doesn't come in our timing and so you got to know like it's very possible even if there's a there the the vision comes at an appointed time yeah so um but what do you have to do right now to work on getting to that place What, what hard, what hard things you need to dig through? What things has God revealed to you and corrected you on that you still are having problems with actively do those things because he's not bringing them up for no purpose. He's bringing them up because he knows what's ahead. And if you don't deal with that, it's going to be a stifle. It's going to be a stumbling block to continue to continue the vision because, Cause yeah, you know, you can see people there say they're walking in obedience and the things that are happening, but you also don't recognize that the problems that are on C and D are so different from Element OP. Like yeah. there are different, there's a different set of things you have. Like me thinking about now hiring somebody like that thought process is like, I'm going to pay somebody money to do something because I don't have the time on my plate to do it. That's a different problem than when Roslyn was just recording a podcast once a week. Yeah. Way different layered. But there's a different type of mindset you have to get to. In order to get to that point, you got to go through the first part. This episode is brought to you by Bambi Human Resources. When running a business, HR issues can kill you. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries are not cheap. The average is $70,000 a year. Bambi, which is spelled B A M. B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day to day, all for just $99 a month, month to month, no hidden fees, and you can cancel at any time. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help and get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash blessed right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash blessed. Spell BAM to the B E E dot com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. Yeah. And the, the problems are different, but the faith is the consistent thing. Same, same. The same faith that worked for you to charge $97, yeah. is the same faith that was applied to charging over a thousand dollars the faith is the common denominator so whatever the situation is the faith is the, like I think about even the tour I had never did a live event before because I was scared like what if nobody shows up I'm like who's going to come and pay money and to spend time out their day to come to an event that I had like I was so fearful of doing a live event that up until that point I hadn't done one And then God says to go on a four-city tour. And then we did two retreats that year. So to be scared to not do an event, to have six of them in one year was my, like, I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) But that faith, that, and I remember even being in Dallas, which was the first stop. At the end of it, I broke down. Like I had posted a picture. I was just bawling. And BJ just had his hand on like my head and was just, praying over me but i was bawling because i couldn't believe that we did it like god it was like the faith you know talk about confidence of things unseen when you finally see it it's like <gasps> you can't see it, this you can't you will never be able to unsee it again and you that can't. was a mindset shift for me to where it's now it's less about because i think up until that point i had faith faith was more of a burden if that made sense like not that in a It just felt heavy. It felt heavy, and it felt it was it was just a lot. Like I don't even know the word for, but it definitely felt heavy. But after that, real that that faith experience, now I look at faith as an opportunity for that moment to happen again. Because in that moment, it wasn't. It was just like it was like whoa! Not only did we get here and we do it, and the room is packed. But I'm looking at the people on their face at the altar. It's the transformation and the impact. I'm looking at the guy who works at the hotel, who's doing audio at the altar. I'm looking at the photographer who I don't know from Adam. You just found a dude to take some pictures at the altar. Like at that moment, I think that was one of the pivotal moments in my my confidence in God and what he would do if I was to just take the steps, if I was to just get up and go. And so now when we're applying the same faith to the next step, I look at it as an opportunity to now further brag on God. And I think that's a mindset shift that is very uh, necessary for us as people of faith going about life and business is to look at these challenges as an opportunity to testify. And I told them last week even looking at my grandmother being almost 80 years old, stage 4 cancer, they say home girl they say listen this is the most rare form of thyroid cancer. People don't live 3 months. We're past 3 months. No oxygen, no walker, can very well do everything by herself if she wanted to. They're looking at her chart and looking at her in person and saying these are not the same people, but this is you a this is, this is what God does. This is a miracle. So now every challenge is just an opportunity for for us to brag on the ways of God and the mysteries of him. And those are the opportunities that win more souls, that bring people to Christ. So I I want you to talk about though, as you started to work with these clients and address this procrastination, these self-sabotaging behaviors and really check it and check that mindset, what happened? Girl, just for one, I think possibility. Like going back to, I can't unsee this. I think a lot of the things clients saw was this is really actually possible for me to do. Mm-hmm. But because there hadn't been any strategy we had and a lot of times too when it comes to strategy like a lot of things i've learned is people haven't been taught this and what might be common knowledge to me may not be common knowledge to other people and i say that also let me add a little tidbit like this is why whoever and whatever you do and desire to do go do it because i'm not knowledgeable fully in strategy towards podcasts tatum is Tatum's not knowledgeable in strategy related to mental health. I am. Mm-hmm. Those different burdens that I feel or what may feel like a, and I say burdens meaning like the things that are like, oh, people, I wish they would get this kind of thing, mm-hmm. aren't, aren't, aren't things other people may have. And so what I saw was just the uncovering of what God does is what He He uncovers. People can know, oh, I self-sabotage, but they don't know why. Yeah. And when you can understand why the enemy attacks me in this way, you have more understanding of your, of when he comes to bring suggestion that something's not true. Same reason as to, again, I go back to Jesus when he came to him after he fasted, he said, This is this is this is this. And Jesus came back and said, No, this is this. Yeah, Because he understood you're coming at me with this lens, but this is the word of God in this lens. Mm-hmm. And so I think when people are able to understand I'm procrastinating or I'm procrastinating because I'm really trying to avoid the pain mm-hmm. of really actually doing, or I'm procrastinating because I, um, I know there was a client I was helping once where she said she procrastinates because she actually feels like She's not, she doesn't really want to see it through because if she actually sees it through, that means there's going to be more work that she has to do. And she's like, I just don't want to do the work, Rosalyn. And I'm like, but why? Why is there a lack of, of wanting to see it through in this area? Sometimes clients just really came with feeling as though I have to make a decision and I don't want to make the decision. So I just procrastinate. Why though? And so when they're able to understand that it's really about I got to take another step in believing in myself. I got to take another step in actually following through to do it. They were more able to then do the thing. And on the other side of it, they saw was possible. I was even like sent a voice memo to a client yesterday and I checked in with her. She's like, Rosalind, I've just been able to adjust better. Like a mom who has, I think her baby's only five months old, has a five-year-old married, managing 50 million things. And she was just like, I wasn't adjusting. I'm able to adjust now that's a transformation for a wife and a mom because when you have a new baby and you got 50 million things going on you're just going by what's happening but how can a mom say it's actually possible for me to stop in this moment adjust my mentality and say okay and biggest thing we worked on with her is how can you manage one or two things in the moment yeah not feeling like you're overwhelmed with the baby the other baby the husband your schoolwork, all this kind of stuff. What can you manage right there for you? And that was enough. That's good. That's good. So we, we talked a lot about, you know, your clients and, and seeing those transformations with them. Tell us about the program because I know people are like, okay, girl, but I'm trying to stop self-sabotage. So what's up? <laughs> okay. So let me get background of show up sis. So I'm huge on affirmation. Why? Because I truly believe that when you hear positive messages, it really, really, really impacts the way you think. So I figured out on my phone that there's first of all the shortcuts app, if you don't have iPhone, it's like the bomb. Um, and so I found some video on Instagram one day that was like I was it was when I was when I think Elijah was only three months old. And it basically said you plug in your phone and Siri will tell you to tell you something. So I was like I want Siri to give me an affirmation when I plug her in and tell me to show up sis because you know I say sis all the time mm-hmm. and it ended up becoming like a mantra of show up sis show up sis and I said you know Lord is there a domain for this you see like immediately mm-hmm. with the business brainchild <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was available and I said oh God you love your baby girl so much you didn't let the, let the domain be available for eleven ninety nine. God look at you So I bought the domain and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do something with this, but it literally kept coming to my brain. I was like, this may be the thing. And I had been saying I wanted to do a group coaching program for a while, but I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Going back and forth on it. And um, so Show Up Sis is basically taking all of my understanding mental health wise um, and taking all the things I do with time management coaching and piecing them together. And the idea is I really want to help ambitious women of faith learn how to overcome self-sabotage and procrastination. Because one of those those two pieces really help you then to see that you can actively create routines that work, that you can start doing the things that help you become more productive, disciplined and fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Those are the three areas where when you're disciplined you can do the things every day, even though you don't want to, when you know you got to get it done. You're more productive because you're efficient. You can see that efficiency is is important. Mm -hmm. Not this, like, I'm just doing things to just be doing them. A lot of clients saw that I can actually get a lot done in my week. I ain't never been productive before. Mm -hmm. I haven't been productive because there is not a lot of deep work now. There's just a lot of doing I'm getting distracted, doing we're getting distracted, but like, how can you really be productive? And then overall fulfillment of how, when I, how can, like, I think you told me this once where you step away and you can say, what I did today was good. Yeah. Like overall feeling fulfilled in your heart to know, I'm accomplishing a lot. And so in the program, I teach you all of those things. We go through everything as it relates to your time management, self-sabotage. We talk about what it looks like for you to be productive. We talk about what's on your plate. We talk about your value system. We talk about rest Mm. because that's a girl. That's a huge thing. We talk about your schedule. We talk about how you can have, um, desire goals. If you have a business, that you want to start, but you don't know how to fit it into your schedule. Like we talk about that. We talk about self-care. We talk about how you can really, really begin to see things and do things differently where you can have an effective week and it's not overwhelming to you mentally. Mm -hmm. Everybody that, a lot of the clients come to me say they're overwhelmed. I'm tired. I'm scatterbrained. You just really need efficiency. That's really, and you need to be able to know how to, how to schedule your week and your day out, but it's more to it than just you want to be able to have some of the desires you desire. And so um, really, I just want to teach people how they can start being able to be productive. Um, So yeah, so that's what the program is. I want to pour into them. Uh, We're doing eight weeks of live coaching. They do Q&A calls. They get access to the replays. It's just going to be a phenomenal program. If you are ready I'm only taking ten. I only have six more slots left. Six? Am yeah, I doing it right? Seven. Seven slots. Seven slots mm-hmm. left. So you have to sign up before then. And I know those things are going to be full. Cool, so, yes, they will. I'm excited for you, Roslyn. I mean, it's been like such a joy for me meeting you. Like what, two years ago? Hello, girl. Yeah two years ago and working on the podcast and then d- seeing you do the time with God challenges and then the time management coaching and having a baby and now experiencing those transitions for yourself and the emotions behind like we joke about the feelings part but there are a lot of feelings involved <laughs> Like I, I joke all the time but it's been many a times where I've been like bawling like God what is going on with this transition why does it seem like i'm taking i'm starting from behind by doing things your way those emotions behind it are so 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 important those deep rooted things that impact the way that we way that we do things and why we are the way we are matters and so just to see you navigate your own therapy journey and your own business journey and now transitioning like i said to motherhood and what that means like it's Been such an honor to cheer you on, to be a listening ear for you as you are for me, and just to see just how God is just really growing you and expanding your territory. I just had to say publicly, like, I'm just so proud of you and I'm so excited for what you're doing next. And, you know, I'm always down for whatever to help push whatever it is that you have going on. So I just want to give you your flowers. Appreciate you. you know, right I'm going gonna, gonna to give you your flowers, sis, okay? We're going to go there because you're going to be like, I'll oh, stop, okay. okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm like, all right, well, that's it. Tatum is the OG, okay? She right there in the Cadillac with the Lord, like, bumping, like, you know what I'm saying? do hydraulics in the Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Shout out to Memphis. Um, well, I love you, sis. Thank you. And thank you so much for always supporting. You know, listen. It's, it's, it, thank you for what you do and, t- and sharing the story because us that are really side hustlers that are going to be full-time entrepreneurs, myself included very soon, to have a voice that's, that's articulating what we need and in going into those seasons is necessary and doing it with God because there ain't many voices out here like that it's many voices putting god's name on a lot of stuff but not really walking it out and so that is so needed and i appreciate you thank you girl well let people know like where to find you all that good stuff yeah so you can find me really just on instagram child that's the only platform i'm gonna probably to be on because i don't have time or space to do anything else follow me on instagram at rosa renee um that's pretty much where i'm at mostly please slide in my dms girl if you ever like listen to this and it impacts you i just love talking to y'all in the dms um but that's it rosa renee r-o-s-l-y-n-r-e-n-e and yeah show up to the therapy as a christian podcast on the anchor media network network on period 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 pew 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 (laughs) yes listen to the podcast yes therapy is a christian my baby my baby my baby they'll probably be like girl 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 i'm doing doing too many things but yeah therapy is a christian podcast on all platforms Mm -hmm. go get you some tea girl binge the podcast it's really good go get your life i love y'all Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Roslyn, for being here. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. And I will talk to you next week.